This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello and welcome to Line Dance Podcast with... Megan Barcelia. And Christopher Gonzalez. Today we will be talking about how to gear your teaches to specific demographics. We touched on this a bit last week when, toward the end of our episode, we were discussing the importance of knowing who is at your teach so that you can, if necessary, change gears at the last moment and teach something more appropriate to who actually showed up, um, as well as knowing who tends to come and what they tend to like and what they have danced uh, that you have taught. So maybe teaching something by that same choreographer or at that same BPM or by the same musical artist would be appropriate. What are your initial thoughts on this, Megan? Well, for, first and foremost, we are extremely lucky because we teach at multiple different environments, I guess is the best word for it. Um, we have everything from your senior class to the senior uh, Run Park Senior Center to our Hot Monk slash Twin Oaks, which is more of a barish crowd. Um, ranging from absolute beginners to intermediates. And then we have line dance club, which has a lot of very youthful, energetic, you know, younger 20 somethings. And then we also have just started beginning to teach at line dance events. So we have a lot to consider, um, when we're looking at each individual site in which we'll be teaching, um, I know when it comes to me, and I'll start with, uh, for instance, the uh, Roanoke Park Senior Center. Um, I help Dolly teach on her Thursday mornings, which is a beginner class. And over the last, I'm going to say six months, I've definitely taught a lot of different dances. And it's kind of getting a feel for what they like and what they don't like. Um, what they're capable of doing, how much they like country music versus, you know, different styles of music versus slower versus fast, all that fun criteria. I've noticed with them, they do appreciate a nice flowing, um, kind of like in the lower BPM range. Uh, there are a few of them that really enjoy like, for instance, um, although we do, it's a beginner class, we also do, like, 1159 by Rachel and Lonely Drum by Darren Mitchell. Um, they really enjoy those as well. They like something in the water. Uh, so th- they just kind of getting a feel for, like, that, just those those ones that they keep requesting. I start looking at different beginner to improver level, typically closer to the beginner side. Um and then I just go about testing it out and seeing how they, they react to them. And some of them are like great hits. Like they really did enjoy, um, uh, oh, uh, back on Texas time. Mm-hmm. They really enjoyed that one. Yes. Gail Dawson. Yes, Gail Dawson. Uh, the new one that I've just recently be, uh, started teaching was uh, girl of the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it's Kate Sala. And they really like that one. Um, that one, like, it does have a restart, but it's such an easy restart because it just goes straight into the flow of things that it's really nice. Uh, some of the things that I've noticed with them is they need a little bit of a challenge, but nothing, like, really, really challenging. Like, it just needs to be that just ever so slightly out of the norm, which, like, Girl of the Summer has that step back and sweep, step back and sweep, rock recover part. And it forces them to kind of get more comfortable with a new style of movement, which will help them then grow. And because the song is the lower BPMs, they're not rushed into it, so they have a chance to actually get a hold of it. It's not like the quick forward sweeps and groovy love. Exactly. Um, Which I think kind of where I'm at with um, Dolly Urquhart's Thursday morning class you have a lot of similarities with your Monday night senior class and then a lot of differences too. And I know you've had some really successful dances and then some not so successful dances and even like some song switches that have been really good lately. What do you, what do you got to say about that? Huh? Oh, <laughs> uh, I could take a, a minute or 20 to, to go over what we do weekly at uh, Brookdale. So I actually have my Spotify playlist up right now, 
And if we start right on time at six o'clock and we just do back to back to back dances, we typically can fill the whole hour at this point. And there are even a couple dances like extra, which is nice. I'm glad that we're at that point. When I first started the class, we would take, you know, about 20 minutes for a teach and then 20 minutes for maybe another teach. And we would do Cupid Shuffle at the beginning and then Cupid Shuffle to a different song at the end. So, like, the total number of dances was, like, five or six. (laughs) And then we would just song change to stretch it out. Now, as they learned more dances, then we were able to do fewer of the song switches, not have to cap it at the beginning and the end. We could bump things like Cupid Shuffle after a while uh, because they didn't need that anymore. They were... They were they were beyond that, so to speak. Like they they could do things that didn't narrate the steps. Uh, I do have a couple of dances in here that I know I will not be teaching again, but that we continue to do because I have one star pupil, Frandy, who has been in the class since the beginning. And at some point, I taught something on the water and Imelda's way, and she loves those. She has been doing them for probably the last five years, I'd say at least the last five years, maybe six, depending on when I started. And I think because she's had so many repetitions, she feels very comfortable with that. However, that is not representative of the rest of the class. Um, I, I would say mostly what the other folks come for is just to move to music. If they happen to do some of the steps that are in the dance, great. If not, like they're having fun, they're there to listen to music. Sometimes they'll just sit and they'll watch, um, very rarely you'll see some somebody try to do the steps from their seat. And we do have some one-wall dances. So they could, in theory, do some of them from their seat if they would like, uh, like Vialin Isidro does uh, in his classes. Mostly, though, what I focus on are dances with, at most, a quarter turn. Nothing too quick and crazy. Nothing where they have to cross their legs over one another too often. And... If I can avoid it, just jazz boxes in general, I, I'd prefer to take those out if I can. Uh, vines aren't bad. I try not to do a whole lot of side shuffles. Side, side shuffles can be kind of crazy, but uh, I do have a couple dances in here. So going down the line here. Real, real quick, um, with your particular senior class, because obviously um, the quote-unquote seniors that I teach on Thursday are very active. Um, is that the same case for yours? Are they limited or? It's a senior living uh, community where it's technically independent. It's not assisted. Um, so they do have mobility. Some of them drive for Andy drives. She drives to the senior center. Uh, however, we do have one resident who has gone from full mobility to a cane to a walker and she still comes. She'll get up. She'll, kind of step through the motions until we get to the back wall then she sits down and then when we get back to a wall where she can see things um, she'll rejoin us and a lot of that I think has to do with her hearing she she has lost a, a lot of her hearing uh, ability in the time that I've known her and she's never said anything about it it's just evident and because of that I think she doesn't really hear the music she mostly watches what people are doing she kind of hears some of the strong beats maybe um, but yeah, you can't really give instructions you can't talk her through the steps on the back wall she really has to see it or nothing okay. yeah so um, I, I really try to keep as many of these dances one wall if possible however I also know because you have to balance these things that Frandy wants a little more she wants to do multiple walls so she'll do you know, three or four of these dances, one wall. I've adjusted a couple of them, like Chaos for Kicks, to be a one-wall dance. But she would like to travel a little more. She still appreciates the variety. She doesn't need to have it all be one wall because then she notices, like, I've been looking at this wall the whole time. (laughs) I gotcha. So you have the limited mobility to the mobile. Right, yeah. And then, interestingly, I have one one, uh, student in the back who is mobile, and he just kind of dances to the beat of his own drum he kind of will go along with what the predominant motion is if we're all walking forward he'll kind of walk forward if we're clapping he'll clap a couple beats later and he's definitely part of the group he has so much fun with it he has a lot of enthusiasm and he has found what works for him cool yeah so now back to this list yes so today's list uh, verbatim was uh imelda's way just to, to the original song uh, by Imelda May. And 
I had hoped I, I had I had held off on a bunch of the one wall dances. I usually start with one wall dances just as a warm up, but I had hoped that one of my former students uh, was going to be coming back after we did a little bit of tech help because I do tech help right before this, and she recently started using a cane, and I told her like as always like you are welcome to to stick around for dance if you'd like, but ever since she got the cane, she has not been part of the class. So she asked her, oh, well, are, you, are you still doing the same dances? Like, are they the ones that I know? And I said, oh, yeah, yeah. And there's even one that's one wall. You can do it from your seat if you wanted to. And she sounded like she was going to be back. She said, okay, I'll come back later. So I held off on the ones that would be good one wall in your seat dances. Um, we started with Imelda's way because I knew it was one that she wouldn't, you know, be missing out on. She wouldn't try to do it if she were there. Um, but I knew Franny was there on time and ready to do it, so I, I did that first. After that, we went to We Are Family, choreographed by Joe Thompson Zbanski, and uh, the song uh, we used was Scooter Lee. Last week, I think, and the week before, possibly as well, we did a lot of song changes. Uh, this may have been the one that I, I did uh, What Lovers Do as the, uh, as the song change for, but... I'll just stick with what we did today. We did We Are Family to the original song, and that one's got a vine, some hip bumps, a uh, vine, some hip bumps, a couple of shoops going forward, and a couple of jazz boxes. I try not to put back-to-back a lot of dances that have the same exact pattern because they'll get confused and they'll okay. go into the other dance. So if this has like a right-turning jazz box, then you know maybe I won't do something exactly like that. Or... If I tell them ahead of time it's going to have those patterns, then it'll help connect those so that they have less to remember. really depends on how I handle it. For example, right after that, we did Putting on the Ritz. That has a side shuffle, rock recover, side shuffle, rock recover, point, uh, and then that repeats, point cross, point cross, point cross, point cross, jazz box to the right, jazz box in place. The exact same pattern as We Are Family, but then they only have to really remember the first half. The second half or the one, two, three, uh, the, the last eight counts are the same. So they can just kind of ignore those. After that, we have Something in the Water, which is another one that Frandy knows. Um, and pretty much just Frandy. Then after that, we had Just Because, which is another Joe dance, to Called to Say I Love You, covered by Scooter Lee. And that one's nice and mellow. I usually save that for about halfway through. This was an, sort of an unusual day, but um, it's mambo side, mambo side, mambo side, mambo side. A couple of light bumps forward, uh, three bumps forward, and then step, turn, step together, and hold. Very mellow dance. I would say that's a good one for seniors just across, across the bar. Uh, then after that, we had Just a Two-Steppin', Picking Up the Pace Again. It's another Joe dance. Go figure. We used the song Amigo by David Ball. Walk, walk, mambo, back, back, coaster, Charleston, jazz box to the right. So the jazz box pattern they'd already you know done. It's fresh in their mind. And then we did... Now, lately, we've been doing this to mambo number five, but today we did it to the original uh, Cool, Cool Mardi Gras. The dance we did was Cajun Thing, another Joe dance. Four toe struts forward, four toe struts back, side mambos. Last one is a mambo with a turn to the right, and then a mambo left to finish the dance. So, again, they did mambos in the previous dance, but they did them more slowly. Or not previous dance, but in Just Because. Uh, Then we have... uh, Ain't that a kick in the... Ah, this was my song change. So K is for kicks. Uh, we have song changed in this class to Ain't That a Kick in the Head, and we've made it one wall. So it's slower tempo and to a song that they know. And I think that that kind of gives their brain a little bit of a break. You know, They don't have to travel as much. It's very much in place. After that, we did Electric Slide to the classic song Elvira by the Oak Ridge Boys. A lot of people know the Electric Slide as like Elvira Freeze or Texas Freeze or something like that, or just Elvira. After that, we have Sugar by the Archies. Well, Sugar Sugar is the song. Archies is the band, and the dance we did was Amy Christian's Sugar, which I know that we have enjoyed doing at um, Twin Oaks and Hot Monk before when we were first starting out trying to get the absolute beginners going, but we'll get to why that doesn't quite fit that demographic a little later. It's still fun. But it's not quite what they go out on a night of dancing for. Then after that, we have a Lever Rainy Night, which uh, we have done at the bars. Side Shuffle Rock, Side Shuffle Rock, Four Toe Struts Forward, which they did in Cajun Thang. 
four shuffle, well, three shuffles back, one turning shuffle to the side, walk, 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 kick, back, 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 touch, which uh, then sets them up for the next one, Mama Maria, where we start diagonally with walk, 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 kick, back, 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 and then I think it's a touch, and then walk, 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 kick, back, 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 touch. Is it touch? Is it together? And then we have... Neat. All right. And then step, kick, step, touch, step, kick, step, touch. Vine to the right. Vine with a turn, which sets them up. I'm just impressed that you can pull all these steps out of your head at drop of a hat. Oh, yeah. When you do them for like a year, nonstop, just same dances every week, eventually they get in there. Um, and then we have feeling kind of lonely, which is one of their recent learns. Actually, Mama Maria, they just recently learned as well. Feeling kind of lonely. Heel, heel, toe, toe, side together, bounce, bounce, where you pop your knees forward. That is a great question. I do not know offhand. It came up in one of those absolute beginner threads, and somebody okay. recommended it. Uh, so then we have heel, heel, toe, toe, side together, bounce, bounce on the other side. K-step, which they have already done in K is for kicks, because there's no turning brush when I modify it to one wall. Vine to the right, vine with a quarter turn to the left. And then we have a Charleston, a cowboy Charleston in this case, uh, which they've already done in... Just a two-stepping. Yep. So they have uh, step, kick, step, touch, step, kick, step, touch, heel, heel, behind, side, cross, heel, heel, behind, and turn. And that's it. That's as short as that dance is. Uh, we were doing it to Throwback Love recently, but we went back to Please Please by Scooter Lee. And that wasn't going to be all, but Frandy decided. She, she came up and she was very tactful and said, I loved your selection today in a way that was like, oh, okay, I guess we're done. Because <laughs> it was only 6.54, the class ends at 7. And I said, oh, w- w- would you want to maybe finish with uh, you know, a nice, slow, um, oh, what's that one, My Sweetheart, another one by Joe. And she was like, no, no, it's okay. Like, okay. <laughs> and the rest of the class didn't really seem to have any input on it, so, uh, so we just concluded there. But otherwise, uh, the rest of my go-tos uh, would be, let's see, we have Rita's Waltz, um, locomotion, a lot of Joe stuff here. Um, Say Lovey Baby, which was co-choreographed with John Robinson. And we, do, we like to do it to Rose Garden because that was one that uh, uh, resident Goldie used to like to do it to, but then she ended up not coming to the class after a point. Uh, and then, let's see, after that we have got uh, w- the ones that I, you know, one of the ones I tend to do at the beginning, swinging thing, great one wall, walk, 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 kick, back, 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 touch, repeat that, go to the side, hold together, side, hold together, side, uh, go the other way, left, together, left, together, left, together, clap, clap. We learned that at uh, Dancing for the Dream. And recently we song switched it to What You Got P.I.S.K. Remix. Sometimes I song switch electric slide to bring down the house, so that's on this playlist. Uh, sometimes we song switch Rita's Waltz to Someone Must Feel Like a Fool Tonight by Kenny Rogers. So that's on the playlist. My Sweetheart, another Joe dance, a lot of arm sways, reaching to the corners, arm sways, and four walks around to the other side. And I have not taught this, and I probably won't, but it's on here just in case. Bump and Grind might be a little provocative for the senior crowd. But it's Bump and Grind by Ronnie Beard, uh, co-choreographed by Joe and Jamie Marshall. And that is what our usual go-tos are there are a few that we have done uh, and for various reasons have not kept uh, we t- we and I'll just kind of go down the line I don't think I have a whole lot to say about why uh, other than mostly too many wall changes complicated steps uh, for some reason they have trouble with two wall dances they, they're okay with four wall because they can see you on the front wall when you're, they're looking over their shoulder on the side. Yeah, exactly. Like they, they can see you dancing on the front, uh, in front of them when they're looking to the side on uh, 3 o'clock or 9 o'clock. So it's really only the back wall that they have trouble with. And then that's fine because you know, they're, they're past it before they know it. With a two-wall dance, that's half the dance. So uh, going down the line, some that we've taught but haven't come back to. King of the Road, uh, Gold Digger, uh, Texas Barefootin', uh, let's see, twist them, uh, put on your dancing boots. I'm not sure if the full name of the dance is dancing boots or put on your dancing boots. I don't recall. It's been a while. Uh, a little love storm. We did the Norm Gifford Joe version of um, Scooter Lee's song, Storm of Love. They also have a higher difficulty one, but we did a little love storm. Uh, let's see, cut a rug, Make you mine, I think. Let's see. Want to make you mine? Oh no, that was Rock and Cha. We eventually phased that one out. Uh, let's see. Darling Mambo. That one was confusing. 
Uh, let's see. This, be young, be foolish, be happy. That may have been K-Step Boogie. And I think if it was too walled, and that's why we didn't do that one after a while. Uh, I got a woman was too fast. Uh, let's see. Don't make me beg. I think that was Charleston Strut. And it was combining two concepts that I think was just a little too weird. Uh, let's see. Girls like you, babe. Eh. 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 That's all right. Uh, I think I, I, I showed that to them because I told them that I had a, a new dance that I choreographed. And it was like beginner-ish. But... Um, I didn't want to like you know keep pushing it after you know there's a there's a three quarter turn unwind restart unless you walk around. I try to avoid tags in general when it's when it's at that class. Uh, let's see. Ooh, I wish I remember the name off. I think it was like a short fall by Haley Wheatley, and it's to the song "Stop Me from Falling" by Kylie Minogue. I think she choreographed that with somebody as well. That one we were doing for um, a couple weeks, but it was hard to remember for them which sequences came at which time because there was nothing that really synced up with the lyrics. And we do a lot of those patterns in a lot of other dances. So I think that one they had trouble remembering which time we were supposed to do this thing. After that, uh, I never taught it, but um, talking about walking out, I think I, I tried that. I showed it to them. Maybe we did it once, but it would have been too fast. Uh, we've done Eye Candy to the Candyman by Sammy Davis Jr. Uh, let's see. Twistum I have here as Slow Twistin' by Chubby Checker because that's what we used to do it to. Uh, earlier in the list was the original song for it, which was Twistin' the Night Away by Scooter Lee. Uh-huh by Joe to Last Time Uh-huh by Scooter Lee. Not not much happens in that dance. Right heel, left heel, right heel, left heel, step together, step touch, step together, step touch. Right heel, left heel, step together, step touch. Step, kick, step, touch. So Charleston, step, turn. And I think just like stomp, stomp or stomp, clap, something like that. So then not a whole lot happens. And I think Franny may have said something about not a whole lot happening. So we, we phased that one out. Uh, then we have uh, Shoop Shoop to the Shoop Shoop song, parentheses, it's in his kiss by Cher. That was very similar to We Are Family, and there's like a weird turning shuffle and then a step-turning crossing shuffle. It was too much turning, so we phased that out. Whiskey Bridges, Frandy was really going for that one. We were doing this one for months and reteaching it pretty much every time. Um, the weave is a little tricky, and the step brushes are a lot to ask for balance because you're on your one foot for a while. And then the last one, which we were doing for a good long time, was Good Morning. Um, walk, 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 kick, back, 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 touch, side touches, repeat that. Vine to the right, vine with a turn, vine to the right, vine with a touch. And I think what it was with that was it was very similar to Locomotion, which has the vine pattern. And it was also very similar to Sugar, which has the walk, 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 touch, or walk, 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 back, 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 side touch bit. So if it came down to it, like I'd rather do the two separate dances, Locomotion and Sugar, rather than do one that's pretty much both of those. And it's 48 counts, so you know, we, we like to stick to 32 where possible. And that is it for my senior, senior selection. The reason um, I, I've picked and kept most of these is it's music they like, it's tempo that they can do, it's few enough steps and enough walls, meaning four walls or one wall, that they can watch for uh, so that they can fake it if they need to. And it's also a lot of dances and songs that I don't mind listening to and doing every week for months and years. <laughs> um, and I, I think, you know, later maybe someday we'll have a discussion about classics and why why some dances just will stick around forever because instructors don't mind teaching them every week for several years. So yeah, that's more or less the criteria for the senior crowd. Um, do you have thoughts on other demographics that we reach in our teaches? Well, I was going to take uh, the next topic of hot monks slash twin oaks uh, because it has such a range and it's such a different... It's just such a different environment the way we've set this particular environment or environments up since it is technically two different venues. It's owned by the same company. It's just one we teach at Hot Monk in Novato and then one week we teach at Twin Oaks in Pengrove and then they just keep alternating. Um, it is definitely 
a range from a couple small youthful 20s, early 20s, up to some of the seniors because uh, Dolly brings some of her classes. And so, like, we have a huge range of age. We have a huge range of abilities. Sometimes it is absolute beginners and never have line danced in their life before. And then there's people that we have such as Dolly, who's an instructor or Jamie or Betsy who've been coming for years or have just been very, very advanced in their ability to learn dances and teach themselves. Um, and so we definitely have those. We have a couple of people that have recently moved up here from SoCal, um, being some of our 20-somethings. And so they bring in a whole different level of energy and experience in their dances. So as an instructor, it gets really tricky trying to figure out what to do with such a range of ages and ability. You then take in the fact that we have a lot of people who, because it, they're so new, they don't know any different about line dancing in the sense of like, they have the idea that it's supposed to be country, but they're so excited to dance anything that you can so- do some of the non-country people, country dancing, even though our event is classified as a country line dancing event. Um, I think some of that's just because that's how it originally started and we just have never changed it. Um, and as well as the idea that, you know, some of our advanced dancers love doing dances such as more dessert, which is a non-country dance for sure. Uh, so, I mean, I think make it shake is a big popular one right now with some of our younger people as well. Uh, so there's a, a difference in style as on top of that. Then you add in the fact of, it is a very different environment in how we've constructed the whole thing. When we first started, we were doing back to back to back to back lessons for hours with occasional, like, and we would take the, like, the requests and turn them into lessons so that more people could learn them and more people could dance them, but then they're still being danced and as the request as well. Um, we have fortunately been doing this very successfully. Um, I'm not sure exactly how long Jeff has been hosting Hot Monk, but I know I came in um, April of 2017. Around that was when I started teaching, and I became part of this in a... Oh, I think we st- started around 2016, because back in the day, like the first year, it was really just line dance club going because there was no no Mavericks anymore. Dre's didn't really work out and people needed a place to dance. So it would just be line dance club people. And I think there's an early photo with like a group, a group photo of Jeff and the line dance club uh, students from spring of spring of maybe it was maybe it was 15. 15? It might have been as far back as 15 because I would have known you in 2016. I feel like you would have been invited. So it was probably spring of 2015. Yeah, because Kevin was there, Tia, Steph, Leah. Yeah, a lot of the people. Yeah, it would have been 15 because we started hanging out in the summer of 2016 and Kevin had already moved at that point. Yeah. So yeah, it it would have had to have been either very early 2016 or sometime in 2015. And um, yeah, it was just club dances because that's all anyone there knew yeah so um like i said we 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 did back to back to back to back to back lessons and we really built up a clientele now that's familiar with the lessons and the structure of things because the way we saw it was you and i yes of course love to dance but it's really frustrating when you're just starting out and you know maybe maybe two or three dances to go spend the cover and sit week after week after week and it's such a painfully slow process to learning the dances and I know for me personally I was getting really really impatient when I was first starting because I wanted to be out there dancing all of them. So having us be able to go out there and teach many dances 
we would be able to then get the people constantly dancing. And so they're really getting the experience of it and they're having fun with it and they're learning dances. The other thing is a lot of the dances, once we finally chose the dances we were going to teach, we have been teaching time after time after time after time after time. Like I think I have been teaching love you more, like almost now I've gotten to the point where I barely even have to give a walkthrough or even call it on the floor or anything, but it's been almost a year, <laughs> I feel like, every Thursday teaching Love You More and Bullfrog on a Log and K is for Kicks because, one, they love those dances. Two, they're extremely accessible to all levels because the absolute beginner can fight for some of the little bit challenged parts, like for instance, the double healing gaze for kicks or the turning V step in love you more, um, or the heels in bullfrog on a log, but our more advanced dancers can turn the vines into rolling vines or, you know, rocking chairs into step half turn, step half turn, or like we've taught them over the last year, how to take a dance with a, accessible, easier step and up it a little bit for a more challenging, more fulfilling experience. And then they really get to express themselves because then they're taking the creative liberties with the dance to like really, really get into it and enjoy it. And every week they, those dances are still requested because they love them so much. Um, like I was saying, it's a different crowd. So granted, I, I named off three of the go-tos that I have in my back pocket that I've been teaching so long that when I need an absolute beginner dance, because when we say who's here for the first time and 90% of the people raise their hand, we're like, gotcha. So it's not going to be a lot of new dances this week. It's going to be some of our old classic favorites so that they can sink their teeth into it. Um, I'm very lucky that... I also teach these nights with both you and our DJ Jeff. So there's three instructors teaching all night long, and we really get to gauge the different level of each different group that we're teaching, as well as everybody gets a different experience from each of us, and they have a different style of teaching from each of us, even though there's a, there's some similarities and some overlap with how we instruct, there's also a lot of differences. So people are really able to connect with their, per se, instructor. Um, Jeff's been doing this since he was like 13 kind of thing, so he's definitely got some experience under his belt. And you definitely have the energy and the passion up there that's just contagious and people just want to dance when you're on the dance floor or when you're up on stage teaching. Um, and I know it's really helped uh, two of our younger gentlemen really blossom over the last couple months because they they can connect with you in a different way that they would connect with me and certainly a different way than they can connect with Jeff. Um, not that Jeff is old, but um, he's, he's not quite that close in age range as, say, you are to these particular young 20-somethings. Quick note about Jeff. Uh, one of our traveling friends, uh, Max, has said, and this guy goes everywhere. He goes cross country in search of line dance bars and he has said that out of all those folks that he's seen dj jeff is the best in the world and you know i'm inclined to believe him but we're biased so. yeah I, I definitely jeff definitely knows what he's doing and knows how to gear towards his crowd he i've seen him obviously at hot monk and twin oaks for over a year now but also i've been working very closely with him at weddings and He's a whole different animal at a wedding. Like, he is impressive to watch at a wedding. I'm just kind of like, wow, how did you even know that this group would, like, rush to the dance floor at this random song? Like, he knows what he's doing. So, although I am definitely and certainly biased, I will openly admit that. I, I, I very much believe that he would be one of the top DJs for, like, the bar scene and everything that Max is used to. Yep. Um, so for instance, like I was getting back to the fact that you're very relatable to these young, energetic, enthusiastic line dancers. Um, and I've seen how they have certainly 
attached themselves to some of the dances that you've been choosing to teach lately. And I'm assuming some of that is when you are deciding, you are taking them into consideration because that's exactly what I do is I look at, okay, who am I going to be teaching to? Who's going to be enjoying this? Like I got really, really excited when you decided to teach um, Honky Tonk Twist. One, it's one of my favorites. I love it, especially to the song switch, which I'll let you discuss more of that later. But I knew that some of my people uh, that I, I try and kind of figure out what dances I want to expose them to would absolutely love it. Uh, Jamie in particular, I knew she'd really enjoy the music for the song switch. Um, as well as Anne. Anne has really been enjoying some of the more upbeat, faster, challenging dances that she has to like sink her teeth into. Um, I know she's really been enjoying like All Shook Up is a, is a big one for her. She's always requesting it. And she also loves, um, I love A Rainy Night, which is really funny because she always looks at me, what's the rain one? What's the rain one? And I was like, I love A Rainy Night. And she goes, yes, that's it, that's it. Um, so... You know, like it's definitely a matter of, okay, who am I teaching to? There's been a few dances that I have considered one of our gentlemen, Mickey, for. Like, for instance, um, I really, really enjoyed Southside Shake. And I know that's going to appeal to some of our younger crowds that like to shake their booty. And I know it's going to appeal to some of our dancers that are aware of who or what a choreographer is because they'll hear the name Darren Bailey and they'll understand that and they'll have that connection with it. But I knew that those hip shakes or that booty roll or however you want to word it for however you want to dance it would really appeal to Mickey. I I knew he was going to enjoy that song and how it hits. So I was really excited that I had recently taught it at club as well, which we'll get into a little bit later. But then I was able to bring it to uh, back to Hot Monk because I had taught it in the past um, at Hot Monk, and I knew that they'd they'd really enjoy that one. Um, so there's there's certain things when I, I think about it, and I notice that a lot of my song choices aren't exactly country, and normally. I really gear my thought process to, okay, what's a country song I can teach? But for some reason, the dances that appeal to me that I think the crowd can really, really enjoy tend not to be country, which is also good because you tend to find the country ones that they really, really enjoy. So I think it's a really good balance. Plus, we have a lot of what we call classics up here in Sonoma County. Um, for bar dances that Jeff has just been teaching. Like he probably has nightmares reciting these over and over in his head because he's been teaching them for so long, such as Watermelon Crawl. And I know he's gone over the Cupid Shuffle a few times. He's done Flying Eights or Eight? Eight, Flying Eight. Um, you know, he's done, oh, I can't even think of, he's done God Bless Texas. He, I mean, Watermelon Crawl, yeah. Copperhead Road, that's another one. Yeah, so like a lot of those, he's gone over MIB, um, you know, just certain dances that are done up in Sonoma County area, as well as I would say Sacramento and Davis that are just really, really common. You can expect to hear them. Um, he goes over those a lot. So we have those as well. And I tend to try and bring in the a little bit fresher music to kind of balance out what people are used to hearing um, as well as expose them into the idea that it is more than just country music Um, I do really really enjoy my country songs though like I love country I was born and raised on it so more often than not that's like the sound that's going to appeal to me But it's also um, which dances have new movements in them. Like I fell in love with Love You More because one, I really liked the song. But two, that turning V step, I I had never seen that before. And I really wanted them to experience something new when I brought that one in. Um, As well as, I I mean, okay. So one of the the favorite ones that is country that they like um, is Little Southern Girl by Darren Bailey. I have noticed that I have a um, a fondness of Darren's beginner dances. I tend to teach a lot of Darren stuff. 
a few Darren and Amy things, but a lot of Darren stuff. He has some really good accessible tracks that are either really easy or just pushes them just enough that they can, you know, push themselves to the next level. Um, so they really like that one. Uh, one of the other ones that they, they almost always play, um, is actually two of them, 1159 and lonely drum. I have, I haven't taught 1159. I have called it enough on the floor that I think people have kind of gotten that confidence that they picked it up on the floor. Um, it's a lot of very familiar movements in sequences that just flow naturally because it's Rachel and she's a genius. Um, and with a lonely drum, I, I taught it actually one night I had covered, uh, cat painter up in Sacramento and I had taught that dance and we made a big event out of it. And a lot of our, um, I'm going to say regulars of hot monk decided to make a trip out there and enjoy the festivities of what stonies can provide and the difference there. And they were there for the lesson. So they learned it there. So then I've gone over it once or twice, I think at hot monk just to kind of review it for them and so more people have jumped into it, as well as a lot of our people from, say, like Dolly's class are familiar with circuit dances. So they're exposed to that as well. So it's kind of fun to see all the worlds have crossed over because then we've also taught it at club. So it's certainly one where it's appeals to many and accessible by most and it's country. So it fits in the country theme as well. Um yeah, I mean, that's generally how I, when I look at Hot Monk, like where I try and find the dances. I know you have a whole list here as well as your own teaches, so I'll let you talk about that too. Yeah, I think it's interesting how we have um, a document that I don't have uh, pulled up at the moment with different columns. The ones that Jeff has taught and teaches uh, and just kind of cycles back through. Um, the ones that you have similarly done as well as myself and other ones that just keep getting played because people request them like four on the floor. None of us actually taught that no. there anywhere, uh, hot monk or twin Oaks. I've only ever taught it at a um, club, but people know it and they request it and enough of them know it so that it's worth playing. So we have that on there. But otherwise, if I were to go down this list, I could name, you know, who, whose dance, um, each of these are. So the first three, I'll just go, go down um, to Hot Monk. It was a pretty typical Hot Monk night, I would say. Um, Hot Monk, we opened with just some background music. We did Bring It, uh, All Shook Up, Tailgate. And then uh, Jeff had three lessons, Cruisin', Strokin', and Electric Slide. You had Girl of, Girl of the Summer. And then I had Honky Tonk Twist. Jeff did Copperhead Road and Slappin' Leather. We danced Blackpool by the Sea, which again, none of us taught, but is just known by enough people. Um, a Little Bit Lit is yours. Uh, that, that would be one that you've taught. And then you taught Southside Shake. I taught I'm a Cowboy, or I guess uh, The Cowboy. Uh, Jeff taught Walkin' Wazzy. And then we had Cupid Shuffle, which is really nobody's, but Jeff's if anybody's. Um, Tush Push, which he has taught before. Oh, and uh, somebody requested Canadian Stomp last week at Twin Oaks. So this week, I don't know if it was requested already or if... I think it, somebody already did request it. And I thought, okay, you know what? They haven't learned it here at Hot Monk, so I'll just do a quick teach of it here like I did at Twin Oaks. And that one somehow fell into my column because it's one that I knew from whenever it was I taught the seniors at Brookdale and then we just didn't stick with it. So it seemed like it would be appropriate enough to fall under my domain. Uh, and then after that we had case for kicks, which oddly is one of yours. Uh, and you, and you taught that one very quickly. Well, to be fair, that one I started teaching when you were competing. So technically you couldn't teach it and get paid for your own choreography and remain amateur status. So it's just naturally one of mine now. Thank at you, Megan here. Then we have four on the floor, which was nobody's uh, get it right. Where did you 
did you teach that previously at Hot Monk or no, 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 that was one that Dolly was doing. Okay. So I've taught it at Dolly's class and I've taught it at the wine country social. Mm-hmm. And so the people of that particular group who attend Hot Monk put it on the request list. And I asked Jeff if he could play that one. Cause the other option was a quarter after one, which of the two I wanted to do, um, the, uh, get it right at that moment. Mm-hmm. And then, at this point in the evening, we were done with lessons because the lessons um, went on for you know a, a good chunk. They they had many lessons over the course of the night. So, at this point, uh, we have "Can't Walk Away," which was one of your teaches. "Lonely Drum," one of your teaches. "Stitches," I think different people know that for different reasons. I know that I taught it at club. "Dizzy," I taught. Uh, "Outlaw," I've taught a few times. "Flying Eight" is one that Jeff has taught. Eleven fifty nine. Did you ever teach that at Hot Monk or did just a club? I, I taught uh, Betsy. There you go. Uh, "Love You More" is one of yours, followed by "Sweet Caroline," another one of yours. "Dem Jeans," one of mine. "Bullfrog on a Log," one of yours. Uh, and then this one was just a split floor that happened to happen because uh, Bryn, our Bryn requested everybody have a good time by Rick Dominguez. And we know Rachel's have a good time, so we just split the floor. It was getting toward the end of the night, uh, so kind of anything goes. My Uber driver, definitely one of yours. MIB, one of Jeff's. Tropicana parking lot, which I've reviewed. Uh, I don't know if I've done a full teach. I just kind of reviewed it for the people who knew it. Uh, Hold my beer while I kiss your girlfriend, one of mine. And the wolf, which was one of yours. So you can see how it divides up pretty evenly, whereas before we just had to teach and teach and teach and teach. Over the last couple of years, you know, well, I guess last year and this year for yourself, like we've shared enough of the teaches that people know each of these for, you know, different reasons, you know, from a, uh, one person or another. And I think generally, I mean, if, if we're talking about how we select for this particular venue, it has a lot to do with what they have been responding to and what they seem what they seem like they want to keep because we have taught things that did not stick and a lot of it is based on the request board you know if they remember the name of the dance that's a good sign it means they're motivated to remember it and there is a crowd that likes you know the real country bar stuff like hold my beer really sounds country um they request going ham a lot somehow i think you know it was on the request board just didn't end up getting played that's the first time in months that that didn't get played, though. Yeah, yeah. So that one comes up a lot. And, but then there's also the other crowd that, you know, likes I Love a Rainy Night and Blackpool by the Sea and these other, these other dances that maybe are done more at Dolly's classes. Uh, a little bit lighter, not necessarily so country-focused. And then there are the ones that just seem to have always existed in line dance, like the ones that Jeff teaches. Yeah. And, I mean, we have more in those columns that we haven't even mentioned. Um, should we leave it to mystery or just, you know, bl- blow, blow the secret? I don't know. You, you, if you want to, but we still have to talk about club, too. That's so. true. Well, I'll just go down the line of Jeff's. We've kind of left these uh, up to Jeff to teach. Alley Cat, Copperhead Road, Cotton Eye Joe, Cruisin', Cupid Shuffle, Electric Slide, Flying 8, God Bless Texas, MIB, Slappin' Leather, Strokin', Tush Push, Walkin' Wazzy, Watermelon Crawl, Wild Wild West, Boogie. Anybody who has taken one of Jeff's lessons, I'm sure you are not surprised by any of those. Megan's List, 11.59, A Little Bit Lit, Aces and Eights, Back on Texas Time, Barroom Romeo, Bullfrog on a Log, can't walk away going ham i'm free k's for kicks little southern girl lonely drum love you more my uber driver one of those rocket to the sun Southside shake sweet caroline and the wolf my list it's a bit shorter but i i tend to review them i guess as often as they are needed and then whatever other random ones but onkadonk country as can be slash the outlaw dem jeans dizzy hold my beer while i kiss your girlfriend i love a rainy night shotgun jenny tailgate things we do josie's funk crazy legs I think I did teach bump and did I teach bump and grind anywhere? You taught bump and grind at uh, club, but you also have a Canadian stomp to add on to your list. That will end up in there as well as Tropicana parking lot, and I think I'm, at some point we'll be teaching in Hecktown and Booze Cruise. Uh, this isn't fully up to date. Uh, but generally speaking, it is. And then for the ones that we just review because people ask for them and we do like a turbo teach, these aren't ones that we would be reteaching probably in the future. But 
if yeah. if asked, we could do Ain't Too Cool, All Shook Up, Asking Questions, Chill Factor, Four on the Floor, Have Fun Go Mad, Imelda's Way, Lipstick Tango, Umbop, Rose Garden. So just dance, 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 which actually neither of us can do. That's just one we would have to learn on the spot if they wanted a review of that. Stitches, Tropicana Parking Lot, and uh, the aforementioned Canadian Stomp. Anything else, you are on your own. <laughs> or you'll have to request a special teach of it. Um, there's And then there's certain ones that, like, for instance, Going Ham isn't on my list, but it's one that I can call out. You know, stuff like that has happened a lot in the past. But um, switching venues now. Now we're at Sonoma State Line Dance Club. Uh, which tonight was actually nice because it was a review night. We went over like pretty much anything that they wanted um, that we've taught. For instance, I went over and reviewed um, Southside Shake and Aces and Eights, which was nice because two of our girls that I originally taught Aces and Eights for weren't there that night that I had originally taught it. And I knew, I knew that they were just going to dig it. One, um, I do it to the original song. It was choreographed to Dead Man's Hand. Um, I'm sure you've heard my soapbox on a previous one about how I refused to song switch it to whip it. But I knew that that song alone was going to appeal to them. They like... Um, a couple other dances that have that same kind of sound. Uh, uh, Was it Dancing While Intoxicated is one of them, just to kind of give it a feel for it. Also Slingin' Mud. A sl- yeah, another one would be Slingin' Mud, um, stuff like stuff like that, that really geared to them. So I knew Dead Man's Hand was going to appeal to them. The other nice thing about Aces and Eights is it's got that heel grind, so it's got that, like, I describe it in... Uh, other event or other conversations as well as like it's got that like dirty cathartic you know I'm in a country bar kind of feel with the grinds and then it's got the wizard steps into the step clap step clap so like that's really satisfying um in a rough rugged kind of way um and then it was really cool to see all of them fighting as much as they did for the last eight counts, which is the cross back and heel and heel and cross back and heel and heel because it's a fast bit. It's something that they're not normally used to dancing. Um, but I knew that they would get it if they practice it. And both of the two girls that I really uh, wanted to, them to like this dance. I was really hoping it would speak to them. We're like, oh, no, no, we want to do it the right way. We want to do it, you know, like, it's just going to be practice. It's going to be getting it. That's all it's going to be. Um, and then after they after we were done dancing it, they both were like, we really like that one. So I was like, yes, yes, awesome. I nailed it. Um, and then, of course, Southside Shake. I love it. It's one of my favorites. It allows them to shake their booty with permission, even if it's not something that they're normally comfortable with. Um, and it's got that little bit of a different pattern with the touch and the heel and the touch and the heel and then stepping to the side. It's You don't see that in many dances. Um, but it's symmetrical enough that they can learn it, but different enough that it's going to challenge them. So I was really excited for that. And then, of course, um, we danced a bunch of other ones, but I'll t- let you go over the ones that you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mentioned the giving permission to shake your butt, and that is partly why I wanted to teach uh, The Cowboy by Cole Dunn. Um, first of all, it's a 48-count dance, which is a little longer than what they're used to, but the first half of it is like cheating. You shuffle back four times. That's the first eight counts. Then you shuffle forward twice, step turn, kickball change, and you repeat that. So there's your next eight plus eight counts. Now we get into the butt shaking, and it all happens facing one wall. So the next, I think, 16 counts are facing a wall that people can follow. You have side touch, shake your butt, side touch, shake your butt, side touch, side behind, going the other direction, full turn, step, stomp. And that's, you know, not not too bad. A lot of that is just shaking your butt. So to finish it off, you have eight more counts. Out, cross, unwind, clap. There's your clap. If you're, you know, like last week we were talking about how it's, a, it's good to have something that makes noise. Um, you have your out, cross, unwind, clap, kick, kick, cha-cha-cha. And there's a stomp in there. There is a clap in there. And we'll talk about Honky Tonk Twist in a moment as well. Um, but yeah, with the, 
with the butt shaking, that was one of the ones that I remember really liking at Mavericks because it's a guy song. He's talking about, I'm a cowboy, blah, blah, blah. But you're also shaking your butt. So it's like you're, it's all right if guys are dancing it because it's a guy song. Yeah, but we get to shake our butts and that's fun. Uh, Honky Tonk Twist, similar reasons, is one of the dances that I loved doing at Mavericks as well. Same. It's got stomps, it's got claps. Um, it only has one quarter turn. It seems like it's a complicated dance, but it's very symmetrical. And even though it says it's 64, like the whole thing is in whole counts. So twist, 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 heel, hook, heel together, and then do it on the other side. Now you're 16 counts in. That's a quarter of the dance. Yeah. So it feels like a 32 count dance. Um, and I really like the song switch that, uh, I guess Jeff mentioned they've been doing with it for a while. I know Ryan used to use, uh, the song. It was Jive Bunny and the Master Mixers, That's What I Like, which is a, a mashup or medley of a whole bunch of different like rock and roll 50s kind of songs. Mm-hmm. And I know that that was something that you had wanted to mention a little bit earlier. Well, I, yeah, I wanted to talk about it because of the fact that because it's a song genre or style or um, time frame, a lot of people at Hot Monk, which fit that age group, can relate and really enjoy that because I know a lot of the reasons why I wanted to originally learn that song was because a lot of the songs I used when I was learning East Coast Swing. So, um, but yeah, that's what I was. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Okay, dope. Uh, the other one that we reviewed tonight, uh, in addition to Honky Tonk Twist, which was one of last week's teaches, was Moves Like Jagger. That was purely a request from a, a, a student who learned it in a previous semester. And it, it ended up turning out okay. I was surprised that as many people were interested in learning it as were interested. Uh, but again, the first half's a little tricky. Second half is cheating. But, 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 turn, but, 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 turn, but, but, but. So there's a bunch of butt shaking. Out, out, in, in for the V-step. Walk, walk, sweep around, and you're done. Um, the rest were reviews, kind of, but not like broken down reviews. We just danced what we had done earlier this semester. Uh, got your number, one of yours. Stitches, one of mine. Boots, one of yours. Bump and grind, one of mine. Bad Girl Barbie was from a previous semester. I'm Free was probably one of yours at some point. Something in the Water was one of mine. Off the Chain was one of mine. 1159, one of yours. Uh, Little Southern Girl, one of yours. Bobby with an eye. Very balanced. Yeah. Go, go us. High five. <laughs> um, and if I had to sum up why a lot of these were, you know, my selections, either they were requests like off the chain, I guess, I don't know, somebody must have requested that or like bump and grind symmetry, uh, movements that match the music, 32 counts, no tags, no restarts. I really try to go for that with this group as much as I can because they get a little daunted at the thought of a tag or a restart or a 64 count dance, even though they've done longer. You just have to remind them, like, they are capable of doing more than they think they are at 8 o'clock after a day of classes. Yes, which is why I have forced them (laughs) to do Got Your Number and say Boots. I knew that they would like those, um, and I knew that I could get them through it. I knew that I was like, just trust me, let me. I, I I got this. You have this. And so like when they start talking about like tags and restarts and how many counts is it, I was like, don't worry about it. You've done harder. I promise. So stuff like that. Um, and I know like we've done a lot of dances in the past because of our own personal reasons. Like, oh, we're attached to this dance. And we've recently learned that that is not what sticks with clubs. So we've definitely changed from our own personal lack of a better term, agenda, to really what's best for the group that we're teaching. Yeah, I tend to try to focus on, um, even if it is going to maybe be a more challenging one, I try to think what is worth teaching over and over like you did with Boots, because I think that is, uh, as we probably mentioned in a previous episode, one of the strongest factors in what keeps something around is how many times are they going to be exposed to it to the point where they're like well gosh I have to learn it they do it every week so I'm either going to be sitting guaranteed for three minutes every club or I can just get up and learn it so Bobby with an eye 48 counts I wasn't sure how that was going to go over but it was one that I knew I liked enough that I wouldn't mind uh, reviewing it every week if need be 
All right. Well, in 20 seconds or less, do you have any final thoughts on uh, how we select for different demographics? No, I think for the most part, we've covered it. We've talked about song choice, um, level of difficulty, what we're willing to listen to over and over and over again each week, um, as well as just like gearing it towards what we think now that we have an established connection with our particular pupils, like what they would enjoy. Oh, and as you discovered tonight, one thing that helps, can you break the dance? That helps. Yes. It really stretches out the lifespan of the dance if you can do that. Yeah. If it's too basic, it might not not work out so well. All right. For Line Dance Podcast, this has been Christopher Gonzalez with... Megan Barcelia. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time, we will see see you on on the the dance dance floor. floor.